Time now for Radio Church on 4CRM, presented this week by the Serena Uniting Church. Pastor Jeff Grant presenting the message. We're going to kick it off with a couple of songs. In a moment, we'll hear from Robin Mark with Guide Me, O Thou Great Jehovah. But first, here's Chris Tomlin with Amazing Grace, My Chains Are Gone.
on 107.5 FM Mackay for CRM. Sunday mornings between 8 and 9.
Guide me, O thou great Jehovah. This is Radio Church on 4CRM Mackay, 107.5 FM. Jeff Grant here. I'm the pastor of the United Church in Serena. This morning, I pray you'll be blessed as you join us in our time of praise and teaching and worship. God bless you. The Holy Bible says, O come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us make a joyful noise to him with songs of praise. And dear ones, God's word tells us that Christ died for our sins once for all, that he might bring us to God. Our God wants a relationship with us, you and I, and he has made that possible by sending his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, into the earth to be a sacrifice for sin. Amen. We're going to start with the most popular song from Matt Redman, Bless the Lord, O my soul. Here's Matt Redman. Yeah. 
You're listening to Radio Church on 4CRM. I'm Jeff Grant, and I have a message today I've called The Three Souls of Man. God is a spiritual being, and He primarily relates to people, you and I, on a spiritual level. Through our soul, I'm calling it a soul, where our spirit dwells. And we constantly need to be aware that our soul state, our spiritual life, um, determines how we may or may not be responding to God. Throughout the, the Holy Bible, the spiritual state of man is described in three different conditions. When Paul wrote his first letter to the Corinthian church, he warned them continuously about their precarious spiritual condition because of the strife and disunity he found in that church. People would write letters to him and tell them all about this this person belonged to this little group and they, they're in conflict and argument with a different group, with a different leader. Um, and he describes this uh, right through the first couple of chapters. And when he gets to the end of chapter 2, he's very specific about the first kind of soul. This is what it says, 1 Corinthians 2.14. The person without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God but considers them foolishness and cannot understand them because they're discerned only through the Spirit. First of all, Paul describes the unspiritual soul. That's the person without the Spirit of God. And and he mentions here three conditions uh, of the unspiritual soul. Think about this as I read them to you. First of all, they don't accept God's messages the things that come from the Spirit of God. They can listen to the words, but they don't perceive them. It's like that parable of Jesus when he said the the sow went out to sow and some some of the seed fell on the on the pathway and the birds of the air came and, and ate it. Well the, the the unspiritual souls are like that. They don't hear the word. It disappears. It goes right over their head. It goes straight through to the keeper. They miss it entirely. The second thing is they only consider Spiritual things is foolishness. It's all silly. It doesn't. It doesn't affect me. It doesn't apply to me. They may hear uh, the word of God being taught on the radio. They may even attend a church once in a while, but it, it, it goes right beyond them. And thirdly, they cannot understand spiritual concepts and ideas. They make no sense of them whatsoever, because Paul says here. Spiritual matters may only be discerned by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit who lives in the Christian is the only one who can make sense of the Holy Bible. Unless you're seeking to know God, the Bible makes no sense at all. It sounds like a book of well, of myths and fables. And the Bible says that such people, these unspiritual souls, they're living in spiritual darkness. They're unable to see the truth about God and his wonderful glory. And they are actually blind to the wonders of nature coming from God. They look at nature, sunsets and, and beautiful things, and flowers and trees and animals, and the whole creation of the universe, and they can't accept that only God could have made that. They look for all of the kinds of reasons. The, uh, the, the theory of evolution is the thing they cling to. They don't believe the Bible is relevant also, and they consider it to be... Um, just something that's unworthy of their attention, basically. And thirdly, they won't accept that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. 
who came to the earth to die as a ransom for our sins. In fact, these people, the unspiritual soul, the people without the spirit, they're incapable of seeing or accepting their own sins. Paul is, when he wrote to the Corinthians, was very aware what an unspiritual soul was like. He used to be an unspiritual soul. In the book of Acts, chapter 7, uh, he was watching a, a, a Christian man named Stephen being put to death by being stoned, and, and Paul was holding everyone's clothing while these others went about their horrible dis- business of, of killing. And uh, he even went out and began to uh, persecute Christians. He could not see, he could not understand why these people were challenging the Jewish laws that he'd been brought up with. Until one day, on the road to to Damascus, he met the living Jesus Christ himself, who spoke to him. And that, 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 that picture, that scene, that experience, that God event, stayed with him the rest of his life. From that moment on, Paul was filled with the Spirit of God. We're going to stop for a moment and we're going to listen to uh, Steve Green uh, who's going to sing He Who Began a Good Work in You. Here's Steve. Yeah. 
Steve Green with He Who Began a Good Work in You. This is Jeff Grant, and this is Radio Church, and we're talking about the three souls of man. Now, first of all, we've looked at the unspiritual soul, the person without the Spirit of God. And now we're going to look at the spiritual soul, the soul with the Spirit. And continuing in our reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 2, uh, this is verse 15. The person with the Spirit makes judgments about all things. But such a person is not subject to merely human judgments. For who has known the mind of Christ so as to instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Paul says the spiritual soul is the one who has the Spirit, the Spirit of God. Now this person is capable of making accurate spiritual observations and decisions. And, and, and this person sees far beyond what human understanding can see. Uh, they have the benefit of the mind of Christ and can see the world and themselves and others as Jesus Christ sees them. Beloved, these are people who have surrendered to Jesus Christ and who have been walking with him for maybe a short or a longer time and who daily seek to know him through studying the word of God, the Holy Bible, and communicating with Jesus through the Spirit of God. Uh, in Romans chapter 8, Paul says that the Spirit helps us to pray. Uh, we don't even know what to pray sometimes, but he helps us because he's in us. These, such people seek for unity and truth in their relationships with others, and they grow steadily in their faith and behavior. And such people are the backbones of churches. They're solid, they're reliable, their character is like the character of Jesus, and they're utterly dependable because they're spiritual souls. They have the spirit of Jesus, and they're regularly filled with that spirit, so they keep on doing the work of God. Paul knew many people like this, including himself, but one of his favours was his young apprentice, Timothy. Timothy was a young man he met on his first missionary journey, and he took Timothy along with him and taught him as he went for years and years and years. And later on, Timothy became the pastor of the church at Ephesus, and Paul wrote him two letters. In fact, the second letter, Second Timothy, we know it as, was Paul's last letter on earth before he was executed. And he speaks of Timothy in glowing terms and with deep affection because he knew that this young man would continue the work of God long after Paul himself had passed on. And you and I may have had the privilege of knowing people who are spiritual souls and we look to them and, and seek their encouragement. That's what we need to do as Christians. We need to grow together in our faith by mingling and mixing and learning from people who are also filled with the Spirit. I'm going to pause for a moment and listen to a, a wonderful old song, I Come Into the Garden Alone. Falling on 
who dwells in us and them in the same way. The Holy Spirit comes into us when we first believe in Christ Jesus. And he wants to set up a home in our spiritual souls, whatever you prefer, and change us into the image of Christ. But that can only happen as we yield ourselves, bodies, minds and spirits to him. In his second letter to the Corinthians, Paul says that, uh, and we are with unveiled faces, unlike Moses who had a veil over his face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being changed from one degree to another into the image of Christ. And this comes from the Spirit. The Spirit is all about uh, changing us into the image of Christ. And the Spirit is engaged with our spirits. And he's, he re- but he's the Spirit of God is a really gentle being. He doesn't force himself on us. He only responds when we surrender and submit to him. And dear ones, the tragedy of the church today, and you only have to read the newspaper some days to read about it, is there's so many carnal people who, who are members of the visible church. And yet the Bible wants us all to be spirit-filled. Paul remembers a person who uh, at the time when he wrote 1 Corinthians was part of his team. His name was Demas. Demas was a man who, who uh, went with Paul on some of his journeys, uh, took part in his preaching and, uh, and experienced some of the persecutions. But when Paul wrote his later letter, letter 2 Corinthians, Second Timothy rather, he said that Demas has fallen in love with the world and he's left me. And this is the danger of being a carnal Christian. You can live in such a worldly way, following the desires of of mind and body, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, that's the desire to indulge, to possess and impress. We can live that way so often for too long that we abandon our faith altogether. I don't believe it's possible for someone to lose their faith Yet Demas certainly was a someone who, who had left the path of righteousness and abandoned following Jesus Christ. And that's the danger of being carnal. Beloved, as we look through these examples today, the example of the unspiritual soul, the one who was without the Spirit, who desperately needs to receive the Lord Jesus Christ by faith, the one who needs to seek after God, Then there's the spiritual soul, the one who is already following Christ and needs to continue by prayer and study of the word and by following the examples of others and hanging out with Christians who are also on that pathway. And finally, we look at this carnal soul, those with immature or worldly mindsets. And we have to ask ourselves, which one am I most like? May the Lord bless you as you take heed to his word today. We're going to pause now and have uh, a couple of songs. First of all, a song based on Psalm number one. It's called Blessed is the Man, and that's by the Sons of Korah. And then a lovely old oldie from Debbie Boone called You Light Up My Life, a devotional song about Jesus Christ. Blessed is the man, the man does not in the counsel of the wicked Blessed is the man Who doesn't stand in the sinner's way A 
sit in the seat of the mocker. Blessed is the man. Blessed is the man. Blessed is the man. That man for his dear life is in the lore of the Lord. Blessed is the man, that man he meditates on the word both day and night. But he shall be like a tree that's planted by the streams, which he in a season, and whatever he does will prosper, all that he does succeeds, his leaf shall not wither, not so the
Radio Church Broadcast, which has come to you on Radio 4CRM, Mackay 107.5 FM. Now unto him who is able to keep you from falling and present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy, to the only wise God, our Saviour, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Amen. And may the Lord bless you as you continually seek him. We're going to close with some music. First of all, How Deep the Father's Love for Us from Austin Stone. And then Holy, Holy, Holy Lord God Almighty from Audrey Assad. Goodbye until we meet again. God bless you.
listening to Radio Church on 107.5 FM Mackay for CRM. Sunday mornings between 8 and 9. CRM's Radio Church by Audrey Assad. We've got time for one more song before the 9 o'clock news and Commoners Country coming in right through the rest of the morning after that. That's with Mary and Ray. Next week's Radio Church at 8 o'clock on Sunday, presented by the Reverend John McKim from the Mackay Anglican Cluster. So let's go to the news with this one from Hillsong's Chapel called His Glory Appears. (laughs) 